0: everybody sdgc here and today we are going to talk about our thoughts on pokemon sword and shield just recently released for the nintendo switch family of systems i'm john and i have reb and finn here with me hello friends hello oh and Saki's here too that's right we don't
1: like to bring her in too much but sometimes she's got stuff to say
2: hashtag rude yeah, that's <laughs> Finn. I like the podcast better when Saki's on it. Thank you.
1: It's true. I just I, I try not to let people think about that because then why do you need Finn? So I mean, that's oh. a solid question.
2: No, come I... on! What are we doing? <laughs> Everybody, stop that right now! We're here to talk about Pokemon, not Duck on Pokemans. Finn. Pokemon.
0: Pokemon. Let's talk. You know what? Let's talk about Pocket Monsters. Who wants to talk about Pocket Monsters?
1: I Whoa. actually was hoping
0: I could steer the conversation
1: over to Digimon.
0: Nope. Um, we're talking
2: about. All pocket right, monsters. we're gonna hit. We're gonna hit. Stop recording, and we're gonna delete Finn.
0: <laughs> Finn is now canceled on SDGC. Oh, he's canceled. I knew it.
1: So, so I guess we're gonna talk about Bereskuda and why he's the ultimate water type.
2: What?
0: I don't yeah. have Bereskuda yet.
2: That's not really a bad opinion. That's just a an opinion. It's
0: a, it's a weird way, way to say Blastoise, even though he's not in the game yet. He got. He got dusted. So uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, of course, I am a recent Pokemon convert. Uh, I was new to the series last year when I fired up Pokemon Let's Go and ended up playing over 70 hours of it. And Reb and I had a a very lovely discussion about it afterward. And then I went on to play Emerald, uh, Ruby and Emerald on Game Boy Advance. Um, And uh, I went on to play uh, Ultra Sun on three d s and so I now I oh, wow, keep...
2: I didn't realize you had played that many Pokemon games in the last year, John. Oh,
0: yeah, no, no, I know. I mind, I got do
2: you mind like just in thirty seconds telling me what you thought of you obviously like them. you keep playing Pokemon. I do,
0: yeah, so uh so i'm I'm actually really sad that I missed out on that I waited this long because uh Emerald has some of the Emerald and Ruby have some of the most beautiful uh pixel art and sprites that i've seen oh, on the game boy advance I love it. it's so pretty
2: um
0: yeah it w- i am i'm a huge fan of the art style ultra sun um is uh, like pokemon's never known to be like a looker right like it's it's not I, in fact i actually think the aesthetic of the i prefer the the aesthetic of the pixels and sprites over the 3d stuff
2: yeah 100 ha- yeah
0: <clears throat> um having said that uh i was a really big fan of uh the the music in in ultra sun i think is one of the best things about that game to me um the ost and also of course uh i'm a big uh, i'm a big incineroar fan incineroar is probably my favorite fire type uh so and uh and that's where uh in fact i've got my i got my brand new amiibo around here somewhere uh but um yeah, so I, w- I would love to see incineroar uh cross over to uh sword and shield i was really kind of disappointed that he's not there um but uh but yeah no, really I, reason
1: they put him in smash
0: yeah, yeah, they put them in Smash. Uh, but um, I am really hoping to see, uh, or I'm really hoping to play uh, Black and White soon. Or um, okay. and uh, I'm open to other other Pokemon recommendations later. If you guys, want I would one.
2: absolutely yes. recommend you. At, I would absolutely pick up. At, recommend you pick up at some point either Pokemon Crystal if you can manage to find. I think there's there's still a version on the 3DS. I think you can get from the eShop or uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Yeah. Like that that generation is. Absolutely work that that is the best generation of Pokemon. that. Uh you know
1: what? I'm I'm gonna have to agree with Reb and I, I know Saki that <laughs> Crystal's her favorite. Crystal is the best. Um, Crystal's so good. It, it John, it's it's everything that made red and blue good, uh, and then expanded upon to the nth degree. And what I red Reb, what was your first Pokemon game, if you don't mind me asking? Pokemon Silver. Okay. See, I, I kinda like the the vast range of um experience we have because I'm an OG red guy. Uh I I was there from the start and then Reb was right behind me. And then we have the new convert who's, who's going back and experiencing all the joy that we grew up with. So
2: I like this. This is a good
1: good panel right here. It's
2: cool that you like them. Like it's good to know that those games have held up at least decently well. Well, I mean, You all
0: know me. I am a sucker for anything 2D and pixelated. Yeah, yeah. So and they're
2: RPGs. You love RPGs. I do. Yeah, no. So
0: so it was a natural. And honestly, like playing them, I'm kind of again, kind of, kind of kicking myself for for having waited that long. Um, but uh, but I'm correcting it now. And and now we're at Sword and Shield, uh, which is uh, Gen Nine, I believe.
2: Are we at eight? Yeah,
0: eight. Is it eight now? Okay, we're Gen Gen Eight. Um, and we've got an interesting group here because. Reb, you are a longtime Pokemon fan. I'm new. Finn is a longtime Pokemon fan. I'm pretty high on it. Uh, Finn, I think you're pretty high on it as well. Uh, Saki and I are both very high on it. Uh, <laughs> Re- Reb's feelings are a little more... Uh, uh, not that she doesn't like it, but Reb, I think you're a little more muted on it, which is why I'd like to start with you.
2: Yeah, I have I have so many conflicting feelings about it. It's It's really weird. I am... I am enjoying it. I am enjoying my experience playing it. I have dumped, I think about 60 hours into it so far. Um, I've I've beaten the game. I'm working on finishing the Pokedex. Like I obviously, I, I obviously don't hate this game, but at the same time, like there are so many things that frustrate me about it. And I think that comes mainly from a place of loving, loving the series and also loving the game and seeing its potential and wanting it to be better. And Believing that it could be better than this, and being frustrated that it's not.
0: You know what's you know what's interesting about that, and I know I'm pretty sure Finn will agree here. Like there are so many instances I came across. I played Sword. I don't I don't know what you guys played. Sword. I played yeah. Shield. Okay, Shield. Okay. Yeah, Saki. Um, there are. I, I came across so many instances in Pokemon Sword where they were on the cusp of something really great, and. They didn't quite make it all the way there, and the the one thing that stands out the most to me is the online. Um, oh God, yeah.
2: Let's start there. That's it's great.
0: terrible. Yeah.
2: It's it, so it is, bad.
0: It is almost. I mean, Finn, you tell tell me if I'm doing it wrong, but so far it has been almost impossible to find a full group for max raid battles.
1: No, you're not um, wrong, and because they give you two minutes, and then the way that the stamp system works is so convoluted it's and. Loud. It, 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 it it's not up to date it never seems to be up to date and yeah. by the time someone i get a stamp that says someone looks for a max ray battle oh my god like, this is every every it's, fucking it's, time it's either it's either done or the connection drops i very it's, badly it's,
2: want to know what is happening when the connection drops like i desperately want to know yeah. what that error actually means
1: I, I mean here i i don't understand it because it'll say like uh trainer can't be found, connection can't be found. But Saki and I would be doing a local link code and it's still sitting next to each other and we still could not connect. And one of us had to, like, we had to restart the internet connection. We had to restart our
0: switches just to play a single raid together. And what's what's ridiculous is that if I'm online and I am not sitting next to, like, you know, Finn or Reb or my son... Um, like why can I not just invite my friends to a raid battle? Yeah. Why can I not just invite my friends to a raid battle? Oh. Does it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I know
1: the answer to that question, John. There's Nintendo. a very simple answer and it's, it's Nintendo. It's, uh, it's because Nintendo plus online equals always going to be frustrating and convoluted. I, I, I don't,
0: I, I don't understand it. And uh, and you're absolutely right. And Reb, I know this has happened to you too. Like I will, I will refresh uh, my uh i will refresh my stamps and i Reb, this actually happened this morning i saw you raiding this morning and i was like oh snap i'm gonna hop into a re- uh, into a uh, this you know raid with reb and it's gonna be great and as soon as I, I clicked in i was like oh the party's full i'm like then why did you tell
2: me it was there Guess Like what the party was never full like just as a heads up it was never full are you serious no i didn't get a single full party this morning i got like I think I had three Macs at one point, but mostly I just had like two or no one. There was no point today that I have a full party.
1: And the thing that makes that so frustrating is that the rating system and the mechanics built around it are incredibly fun and addictive. They're just something about uh, you and a group of people collectively trying to catch a Pokemon together. It's a lot of fun. And the five star ones lend themselves to a lot of potential for strategy. Yeah, they're tough. They're hard. To, but you never get to do it because you can't communicate with your party members. So you can't, like, ideally, you would oh, have that's a, good point. A, a support kit. Uh, character doing something like follow me or something to draw attention to him while the other people dps it down i, had, I, I hadn't told... even
0: considered the lack of communication finn Oh
2: like, God. there know. are so many moves that are designed for like team battles or for like competitive battling yes. with like a partner and doing yeah. that with like a, doing that with like a team of four where you, you could like put together teams and like strategize and they could like so right now the the max raid battles are for the most part either doable solo or with two people with the exception of like some a couple of the gigantamax ones like the snorlax one i think is pretty hard by yourself mm-hmm. um me and that fucking SentaScorch have had a rivalry <laughs> for the last like week i finally caught it this morning i never have to do that right again um but that one is basically impossible by yourself um but there's opportunity for them to do even more genres than that like just really really make just these ridiculous like, like put in these gigantamax pokemon with like these wild combinations of moves to just make things really really hard for people and then force them to team up with people they know and come up with strategies and like tailor their teams for them. But there's no way to do that, so they can never do that. It'll it'll never happen. Like you just yeah. gotta go in and hope that your fucking random teammate who you're like not able to communicate with doesn't use a fire type move on Gmax Sentascorch yeah. four turns in a row when Sentascorch absorbs fire type moves and get stronger when you use them. Well and crime.
0: like, I would, like sug- come on. I, I would suggest that like you know like if you if if you see a friend raiding like somebody might say oh well, just go hop into discord. I mean one that's not going to be an answer for everybody because not everybody has discord but two there is no guarantee I can even get into a raid with my friends at all. So like I like oh, what am I supposed to do Hover near my computer in the hopes that I can I can hop into a raid with Reb or Finn or, or, or somebody else that I know. It's just not tenable. And it, yeah. it, like the other thing that I've noticed about the online and I don't know if this has happened to either of you is that I the minute I like I'll hit the home button for something and it automatically disconnects me immediately.
2: Yeah, yeah, every time. Yep,
0: yep. It's now it a
2: screenshot to Twitter or something. Yeah
0: bothers me about it is
1: because they lock so many really cool rewards and pokemon behind it and i mean you you are currently a huge final fantasy 14 fan (laughs) you understand how much fun it is to build a team to successfully take down a challenging like raid boss and that the, the nothing spells out the uh the wasted potential more than how they handled the
0: online rating system for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm not hopeful, and Reb, Reb, you tell me what you think. But I, I, as much as I would love an overhaul to the online system, I think it's baked in, and I, I think it's futile to hope for them to actually. A- yeah, an- I think
2: I think it is too. So, so here's something, and this, so I have this kind of gets into. This might end up accidentally changing the subject a little bit. So my, I have kind of like an overriding theory about about the Pokemon games and kind of how they've worked. And that is that over the years, every new generation or so, they come they come in with like like two things. They'll come in with like one or two big, new, interesting features that change things up and make that region unique. And some of those features are kind of eh. s. Some of them are really, really cool. Whether they're met or cool, they will ditch them the next generation, no matter what. Yeah. So like yep. Mega Evolution, we'll probably see it again with like Dynamaxing. Like whatever it is, it stays in that region. And while I understand that to a point in terms of, like, trying to make sure the competitive scene, like, because if you try to pile on Mega Evolutions and Z-Moves and Gigantamax Forms all in the same competitive, like, school, that would cause some serious weird ballot shit, and I, I can't even fathom how that would all work. Um, but at the same time, like, sometimes that translates to just kind of genuinely cool features, like Pokemon contests. I love Pokemon Contest tests. From Gen 3. I would have loved to see those grow up with the series and get better and better and be more interactive and more interesting, but those have been ditched. Like, we'll never see those again. Uh, So that's, that's, sorry, so that's like kind of one thing they've done. And then alongside that, ever since, I think like X and Y or so, they've had this really bad habit of, you can see in the game that there are more things that Game Freak wanted to do. Like I remember very distinctly, there's a door in the power plant in Pokemon X and Y. And it's not just a set piece. Like it's not just a door you walk past and you can't interact with it. Like you can walk up to it and hit A and it'll say it's locked or something. I put the door and it gives me a special message that says it's locked. My immediate thought is what? Oh, there's a key somewhere. It'll eventually unlock, right? Like that's that's how games work. But that door never opened. And there were multiple other instances in X and Y where something kind of hinted at the possibility of there being something more to the game, maybe like a DLC or some kind of update later on that would give us a little bit more to chew on, and it never happened. Uh, Omega and Ruby and Alpha Sapphire had that with the model of the Battle Tower that was under construction. Um, Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon had several things like that. And I feel like Pokemon Sword and Shield has a lot of that as well, like a lot of just like set pieces or like kind of ideas that never get pursued or like the online and maybe having all this potential that they can't realize and I feel like it's been getting worse and worse over the last couple of years and I, I don't know what that means I, I imagine people who know Game Freak a little bit better than me might suggest that it means Game Freak wants to do more but because of the quick release cycle and because of like other reasons like business reasons from Nintendo and um, just like the Pokemon company as a whole they're not able to do them um, I don't know what that means, but it, it's been really frustrating. That's that's my main frustration with Sword and Shield is there's a lot of potential here that's not getting realized. And to go back to John's original point, I. I think there's a chance they might improve some of the communications features so that people aren't like constantly dropping out. But I don't think we're going to see any kind of overhaul like ever.
0: And it, it, it's, a, you know, what you mentioned is a shame, Red, because you're right. Like a lot of the stuff, most of the stuff doesn't carry over from gen to gen. It's very region specific. Uh, what, you know, what goes on in Alola stays in Alola and Galar and, and so on and so forth. Um and it's a shame because I, lo- I love the concept of raid battles. I love I love the concept of the wild area. And and like if for everybody, for anybody listening, it sounds like we're super down on the game right now. We're not. We just like, you know, you have to talk about the things that don't work. Yeah. Um, and the wild area, like oh. if, we're, if we're talking well, about raids, we're talking about on, online. We have to talk about the wild area, right? The wild area is something that's new to Pokemon for the first time ever. Guys, innovation. You can control the camera. It's it's incredible like it's it's wild uh, and uh, something that's been available in games in 3D games since I don't know if they first came out like you can control the camera in a Pokemon game which is nuts but the cool thing is if you're online you can see other players running around and you know and like I love that sense of community and like like it feels like you're part of a community. Watching a ton of people bike around the wild area and and you know huddle around you know um, it just it's so cool and I'm so glad they did it and I'm so afraid we're not going to see it again next gen
1: I oh yeah see because the wild area is. such a fun part you can lose hours to it just seeing yep. how many pokemon because they all change based on the weather and the area and so like some at one point you might go through it it might be hailing and you'll find a bunch of swine nubs and vanillites the next time you swing by it might be a sandstorm and you're gonna get a bunch of hip i don't know but yeah so it's just uh, a <laughs> It's, it's, it's such a cool feature and I, it's one of my favorite things and I do love that they kept it from Let's Go where every, they combined it because all the encounters are visible on screen but then you also have the unseen random encounter question marks in the, uh, in the tall grass right. and I really loved how they merged those two and I desperately hope that aspect stays moving forward because it makes it feel so much fresher.
2: I think that the overwhelmingly positive feed I the case where we will see that continue to carry over um there's been overwhelmingly positive feedback to that function and i think at this point going back to just invisible random encounters would hurt the game so bad like it would just be so painful
0: i agree yeah like Um, it's like like it's all part of it's all part of making the world feel alive and lived in you know uh is is being able to see creatures roam around uh like that it's one reason why it's one reason like you know not to get too off topic but it's one reason i love chrono triggers in rpg because I can I, I can choose I can I can pick and choose my battles essentially you know well it's um, it's
1: it's it's one of the reasons Final Fantasy VII remake is so cool is they've ditched that to bring in enemies on screen now the Dragon Quest eleven has done it all of the like truly old school like random encounter games are are moving forward to and seeing the encounter on the screen right. and I think that is a great trend that should continue and also I think we're skipping the biggest mystery of all with Pokemon Sword and Shield and that is a uh, how do people keep getting all this food dropped on their head?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or I
2: found something three days ago. Let me give it to you. Yeah. So,
1: or, so anyway.
0: No, oh, no, I no. I was, just, I was just going to say, um, I, I, uh, I, I have spent a ton of time in the wild area. And I love the little surprises. They're like, uh, the first time I, I went across the bridge, um, when you leave uh, Hammerlock, uh, and I ran into a Snorlax and, and I wasn't prepared for it. And this yeah. is one of the things I love about the Wild Area, especially when you're starting to the game and you're first arriving there, it feels, da- it feels dangerous. Like there yeah. are, you know, y- you know, your highest level Pokemon might be, you know, level 20, and all of a sudden you run into a level 50 Snorlax or... It, you, or, or you know and it's i love the it, it kind of reminded me of breath in the wild in a way you know how you're like you're you're riding across the plains and everything's fine and all of a sudden a you see a lionel and it just completely demolishes yeah. you i kind of got that same vibe from the wild area and i love that i love that sense of danger and not knowing what to expect it's i'm not used to seeing that in a pokemon game and i love that kind of a shake-up especially yeah, since also- the very oh, sorry Rob, you go
2: I've also really been enjoying kind of what you were saying earlier, Finn, about, you know, how much the encounters change in the wild area with weather and, like, time of day and things like that. So I'm trying to finish the Pokédex, right, which is not something that I've... And I I could go on all day about the reasons why I think... I I know people are real mad about about the whole National Dex controversy. I think they... For what they did, they handled it really, really well in terms of structuring the game around having a smaller Pokédex. But that aside, I... So I'm like three, I'm a little over 300 Pokemon in. So I have less than 100 Pokemon left to capture. And I'm using the Pokedex, like for Pokemon I've seen to, you know, using the habitat function to say, okay, where do they live? Cause it tells you where they live and then what weather conditions they appear under. And it is so cool to like, be looking for a pokemon that i've never seen in the game before and see that it only appears like in one area when it's hailing specifically and i have to like remind like write a note to myself and be like okay check every time i boot up the game to see if it's hailing and like go to that spot and then i go and there's just this pile of pokemon i've never seen before that just because i've never been in that area when it's had that weather before it's so great
1: it re- it just reinforces that sense of discovery and
0: exploration
1: that pokemon always used to have be back when it was
0: all nice and fresh. Can I also just say, speaking of fresh, while it's fresh in my head, I meant to mention this earlier. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you two think, but I Beattie is one of my favorite rivals in a long time. Are
2: you shitting me? I, lo- I <laughs> like BD. Are you I, kidding? Is this a joke? Are you? Are you being?
0: No, no. I like. No, I, like I like having. I like having a rival that I can dislike. It has been.
2: Oh a my lot god, John! I you need to play the older Pokemon games, Like <laughs> I... You need to go play gold and silver.
0: No, okay. So, so again, I'm speaking as I'm speaking as somebody who is still a a Pokemon Babby compared to com you know compared to you and Finn. But I thought uh, BB or, or BB Jesus. I thought BB. BD was super annoying and super smug, and I, I, I it made me enjoy him as as a rival uh, because I enjoyed beating him. Um, like Hop is fine, but Hop is just like every time you. Like every time you just school hop, he's like, "Man, you're good." He's like, "I should have known you were going to use a, you know, something that's super effective, great strategy." And I'm like, "Hop, I'm pounding your Pokemon into the dirt. Don't praise me. Yeah. Like, like, d- c- like, come on, man, stand up I, for I yourself."
2: Of- oh, sorry, you, you cut out, and I missed
0: it. Oh um, no, I, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say like I. I kind of found it a little grating after a while. Like every time I would just wipe the floor with Hop's Pokemon, he's like, good job, man. Keep going. You're doing great. And I'm like, what I you? think it was Reb <laughs> that
1: actually says was like posted a screenshot of Hop doing that. And when, dude, we're in the, the, like the championship, like
2: my <laughs> guy. Oh, I must have missed. <laughs> it, you're, you're, Reb, That's a
0: great point. It's like, dude, we're fighting for the championship. Like, why are you encouraging me?
2: No John. I don't I don't really especially like hop either. I don't like bead i I think beads I think bead is another another really good example, along with the entire like main plot of the game up into the the kind of confrontation at the top of Rose Tower and all that stuff. I think that's another example of a plot that looked like it was going to go somewhere kind of cool and then went nowhere. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think your thought about it is really funny because <laughs> Pokemon and you saw this in uh, let's go. Uh, kind of your rival in the original pokemon games is a dick and they softened that a lot in let's go when they redid like the the writing and stuff for that game but he is a giant dick to you in the original games and he's also the rival in um so you remember in let's go the eighth gym leader giovanni was also the leader of team rocket right Well, in Gold and Silver, your rival is this redhead kid who just comes out of nowhere, and he too is a giant dick. And the whole plot of the game with him, like your rivalry, is him constantly. I mean, basically, this is his Pokemon. And by the end of the game, he sort of realizes that that's maybe a bad thing to do. Um, but you find out in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, there's like an extra cutscene you can get where he's actually Giovanni's kid
1: interesting and it's,
2: it's just like wow so like the, the history of mean rivals is you know like one that's deep in the po- and deeply embedded in the pokemon franchise but they've done away with it in the most recent games because they i guess like yeah. you to have a more friendly rival they want it to be more about competition and not about fighting evil which was really what this game was about it was about the competition there were so many moments when like leon or someone would be like oh god the world might be in danger but don't worry i'm the champion that's literally my job you go fight some gym leaders."
0: So and not, it, it it sounds like they're trying to find a balance here. You know what I mean? Like they're giving you a rival that you can dislike and they're giving you a rival like Hopper. It's like, "Oh, Hop, I just I just destroyed you in the in the and I just destroyed you in the championship, but thank you for the kind words."
1: Yeah, it's just it's for me um, because it's like john said the most recent games especially sun and moon and sword and shield they've really neutered the concept of a rival that you really feel like is your rival instead of just a kid that you curb stomp every time he feels like stepping up to you
2: sparring
1: partner. yeah uh, like it's like a sparring partner exactly Saki. so uh, I, I i missed that because i think it was a black and white or whatever which, which game had team plasma because that, uh, that was black that and white. Was black and white, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good rival that that made you just like, because he, uh, no, John said he wants to play black and white. I'm not yeah. going to go into that. Uh, hey, the,
2: the, you can say it like vaguely. It That one has, that one is the first game where they really question, they force you to question the relationship between people and Pokemon and whether it's actually, like maybe actually bad. Um, and they make you question it both through the evil team, but also through your rival, and it's very clever.
1: Yes, uh, but since him, it, it, they they've just gotten increasingly just uh, milk toast. Is is that how you pronounce that word? Milk uh, toast. Yeah, yeah, milk toast. Uh, but I, I will say I I liked the concept of the the to to slightly shift focus of the the whole league tournament and the the championship route and whatever they call the contest. I keep forgetting. But I like that all of the gym leaders, it explains why the eight gym thing exists for them. I like how they all the gym leaders were supposed to challenge you and how they were rooting for you. Like when you go to the first town and the second town, you beat their challenges and they are your roadblocks. They want to stop you. But once they beat you, you're like, cool, good luck on the next route. I don't know. I I, I liked how <laughs> it was all like modern day sports. I enjoyed that. Can I, I
2: love that after you beat the league, sometimes NPCs in the street will be like, Oh my God, it's the champ.
0: It's the champion. Oh my, Oh man. Like, uh, you know, while we're on the subject of gym battles and I, I just wanted to, you know, before we go any further into gym battles, I wanted to just loop back and touch on a point that Reb made real quick. Um, I I don't think we specified whether or not we're getting into spoilers here. Um, so I won't all I'll say is, is I'm, I'm with Reb in that I was on board with everything that was happening, happening with the narrative until we got to the top of the chairman's tower. And after that, I was like, Oh, okay, well, that just kind of went nowhere. Um, so yeah, I, I, not the, um, you know, coming off of coming off of ultra sun, uh, and Pokemon Emerald, like I found the story here to be a little lacking. If I'm, if I'm being honest,
2: I did too. I felt I actually had, like, I feel like this game is designed around several very large set pieces. So there is, there, there's, like, the the fight at the top of, or I guess not at the top, there's the encounter at the top of Rose Tower, there's the fight kind of at the bottom of the power plant, there's, um there's kind of the fight in the uh, team yell, the gym, the gym town that I thought was really disappointing, but, like, you can like it was meant to be like a concert or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's the big gym battles. There's the championship map. There's there's like all these huge like moments. But then the buildup between each of those moments is really, really weak in like a way that that's weird. Like I, lo- I both loved the idea that there were these champions running around saying, oh, you're a kid. You don't need to deal with this. This is my job. I'm going to go deal with it. But I also didn't like it because it meant that like the whole thing with Chairman Rose was just so... It, like it just fell flat. Like you show up and you're just this kid, and you have this vague idea that he's maybe doing something evil. But there's like a conversation you weren't a part of, and they're like, "I'm here. I'm sorry. Like play the game." But it's not that interesting. Um, yeah. This part isn't that interesting. But he like he he's like, oh, there's gonna be some horrible crisis in a in a thousand years or whatever, and the world's gonna be destroyed. And chairman rose who is like the ceo who owns like a gajillion companies and basically owns the whole region and that's like a weird non-commentary on corporate corporations yeah. which i didn't relate to he basically like elon musk or like jeff bezos of the galar region which is very weird
0: that's a really um, and, interesting way to and put he's it.
2: using yeah he's using all of his money to basically build something to stop this horrible thing that's going to happen in a thousand years but in the process is going to like destroy the region anyway and, but you never find out what that is. You never find out what thing is coming far in the future. You oh. never find out how his plan was actually supposed to solve anything. And then at the end, he just gets arrested and goes away forever. And there's never...
0: It's weird. I hate it. I feel like I feel oh. like it was. Oh, Finn, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You had your hand. No, up. it's
1: cool. I mean, I, I actually can answer that question for Reb. I know exactly how it all is supposed to go down, and you can too in 2021 with a Pokemon Sword slash and Shield Bash <laughs> uh, available for 59.99. I,
0: I have, you know what? I I'm, I actually would not be surprised if they uh, it, if like next year they release Pokemon, you know, Sharp Sword and Pokemon Stout Shield. You know, like, like something, so, something, you know, something goofy like that. Um, Honestly, Reb, like the whole thing with Chairman Rose, like, I feel like it, it was all one, one big reason to just get you to fight a legendary Pokemon. Um, You know, like that, that's really what that narrative was all about. It's like, okay, we need to have them fight a legendary and we need to come up with just something that justifies them doing it. So here it is. And after that, it's done. Um, You know, and, and again, like it's a Pokemon game. So I don't expect like, like, you know a Skyrim-esque or Final Fantasy-esque epic gripping saga. But at the same time, given the pedigree of the story in the past, like I really loved the story of Pokemon Emerald. Um And so like, you know, coming off of that, I just thought it was a little disappointing. Um But w- one thing I did not think it was disappointing, uh, and I'm really, really curious to hear what you two think about this, is uh, some of the music in the game is, in my opinion, a series best. Oh, yeah. Um, like, and uh, the example I'll use are the uh, the final phase of the gym battles. Yeah, um, that's the one. When the, yeah, like, you know, when the crowd gets involved and, uh, oh, oh, God, it's so good. And, like, they intermix the crowd chants into the music. Oh, it's so good.
2: So I would argue that this is definitely like i said before a game that is deeply centered on the competition i agree with you like i think the crowd chanting is great i think that the gym themes in general are really fantastic i think i actually the one point where this game got me emotionally sorry i'm spoiling things again apologies everybody But when you beat, when you fight the championship match against Leon, the music is a remix of the Hall of Fame theme from Red, Blue, Yellow, Gold, Silver, Crystal. Like, I started bawling because I, 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 like, I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, I was fighting and I was, like, really pumped up about it. And then the music started playing and I realized, like, after a few seconds, I realized I was humming it. And I'm like, wait, why am I humming this? How do I know this? I was like, holy shit, this is the <laughs> Hall of Fame theme. I've heard this theme so many times. And it just, it pumped me up so much. And it was so cool. Like, I love that. I think all of the music in between that, the root music is so disappointing compared to some of the stuff we've had in recent generations. X and Y, Sun and Moon. Um, uh, what else have we had recently? Um, like, a, a lot of those recent ones have had just some absolutely bopping root and town tunes. And <laughs> this game is extremely not memorable and also really repetitive and i didn't realize it until the post game but a lot of the roots just have the same melody
0: yeah sort of like
2: vaguely remixed i picked up on that
0: too yeah i picked up on that too that was a little that was a little disappointing and i'm not like um i know a lot of like i know a lot of people do not like the battle theme like the like like the standard you know vanilla (sighs) battle theme I really do. Um, but I, I I there's something I understand why people wouldn't because there's something that's different about it from past uh from past like, you know, when you think about the battle theme from Sun and Moon, like there's something that's not there and I can't quite put my finger on what it is. Um but I can totally understand why it why it wouldn't gel with some people. Uh and, and again, I can't I'm, really explain that. I
2: guess it's
0: honestly. What was that rev you cut out?
2: Oh you you cut out. I thought you were done done talking. I Oh apologize. no, please go ahead. Yeah, you know, Discord.
0: Discord sucks, so
2: I just said it I just said it's fine. Like I think I think the battle music is
0: Yeah, it it is. It it's the
1: the 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 standout track is the Dynamax music during each gym battle.
0: And so the rest is good. One thing I will say is that some of the new Pokemon types are incredible. Um, I, I, I like, I know a lot of people are making a big deal about the loss of the national decks and I get that, but man, oh man, do I love some of the new, like I, I I'll say score bunny is great. I love score bunny. I am so happy with his design. I am so happy with his moveset um score bunny is one of my favorite i mean he's a he's a soccer playing you know rabbit that uh, you know kicks up dirt and turns into a huge fireball and just like roundhouse kicks it at the opposing (laughs) pokemon like how can you not love that i you know like um I, i just i i don't know like like finn Looking at uh, looking at some of the new Pokemon that have been introduced here, like, what are some of the ones that stand out to you from a design standpoint?
1: Well, I actually uh, would like to throw that to Saki because she has gotten super into her Pokemon. And so the question is, what have been some of your favorite new Pokemon
0: design wise? Hatterene. 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 Is it Hatterene? Is that a fairy type? That's fairy, right? Uh, that's Psychic. That's psychic. Okay.
2: The the
1: the the wood witch looking thing. Psychic and fairy. It's technically both. That's fine. Um I think for me one of my favorites has been um
0: Colossus?
1: Cola- Colossal. Colossal is great. Yep. I and and also I'm a sucker for really good puns uh in Pokémon names. That's always been a a series staple and Colossal is just one like a series highlight right up there with Pultigeist even though Pultigeist <laughs> ended up not being a very good
2: Pokemon Whatever. I love uh, the. I had a moment when I was in the mine in the area where not not colossal but it's it's prior evolution the the cart Rolly thing roly Coley. oh did it oh, scare uh, the crap out of you too reb karkle yeah Carkle. I'm wandering through the mine and I I already caught a roly Coley, but I hadn't seen its evolution yet and I I think I like paused and I was standing on one of those mine tracks and I was just kind of like i think i was like looking around or like like stopping to get a drink or something and i looked up and all of a sudden this fucking carkle just zooms down the track and just smashes into me yep. it
0: battle. scared the it shit out of me. me
1: i will say uh, yeah I'll- no i
2: think the pokemon go ahead Vin.
1: oh no i was saying uh, just another one that i really love especially from this new game is Corviknight. oh Corvenite! Yeah. Corvenite's part of my regular yeah. rotation yeah such such a dope design <laughs> and considering it's this game's Pidgey, which are usually fairly forgettable uh like pokemon it's it not only becomes incredibly useful but just looks amazing
0: you <laughs> know it, it like if, if we're talking about uh like some of our favorite new designs just based on the design alone like i gotta i gotta give it up my like my new favorite pokemon is yamper and bolt hund
2: um, yeah, Bolton. Bolton was part of my main team throughout the whole game. I love Boltund.
0: Me too. Bolton is such a good boy. Good boy. Like he's not I, that good in battle though. I love him in battle. I think he's great. Like he's one of my most power. He's he's one of the most powerful Pokemon on my team. Um, and every time I bring him out. I just want to give him pats and treats and I just oh I, I love I almost didn't want to evolve him from Yamper because Yamper is just so so pure but I like aside from aside from them I also really like dreadnaw.
2: yeah Dread. uh, I, don't, I don't I want like another blue water turtle like whatever. I like blue water turtles. Okay, I, I do <laughs> agree with you. I think the Pokemon designs in this game are fantastic. Like, I think that is one of the, yeah. I think that's one of the game's strongest points. I think again, like, I'm I'm extremely okay with the National Dex decision. I think that this is one of the reasons why I'm okay with it. Um, but I I love uh, I love Appleton. I love the giant apple pie like so much. I love all the food Pokemon. There's a bunch of food Pokemon. Um, I'm a big Bolton fan. I love Poltygeist. Like, there there's just so many cute weird. Designs that are, are just really super good. And yeah, it's that part, that part I'm I think so they nailed. There's not a single of, Pokemon that I don't like, honestly. There's some I feel neutral about, but there's none that I just dislike.
0: Finn, with the first time you saw Grimmsnarl, were you like, oh, it's a green goblin? Grimmsnarl is awesome. <laughs>
1: uh another that's just a really another really cool and also the typing of Dark Fairy, I think, is really cool. Yeah. I uh I will say I, I wholeheartedly agree with Reb and, and Reb knows that I am on the team of, I wish national decks was reinstated, but I think a lot of the sting was taken out with just how amazing the new Pokemon were. Like I usually don't really care about the national decks until after the game is over and I'm starting to collect them all again. But throughout this game, I never really felt the need to go back to the classic Pokemon
0: because the new ones were so much fun.
1: And I think that's a, a really
0: solid thing that this game does also i just i can't believe nobody's mentioned sir fetched
1: uh sir fetch i was going to i've got him written down here sir Fetch is one of my main rotations yeah, and also too. has holds the distinction for most bullshit uh evolution mechanics oh, I, said, oh I don't know i think i think oh. military
2: and alchemy might might beat it no, at that. i got
0: i got sir fetched uh uh i got him evolved in in one match <laughs> he just kept hitting criticals
2: well, I got
1: I, I really wanted to level him up as fat as like and grow him as most powerful as poppy, as possible. So I ha- I I bred one, hatched him from an egg, uh with with the nature one of blah blah blah. And so at level nine, I managed to evolve him to surfetched. Awesome. And that was I had to build an entire party around letting this weak ass level nine Pokemon uh get three criticals and then win the battle. No and it was it was a, it was probably going to be one of my favorite moments in Pokemon is pulling that off.
0: Reb, he is, Um, he is exclusive to Sword, right? Yes. He
2: is, and I have, I have a farfetched um that someone has traded me, and so I, I'm, I'm still working through my Pokedex, but he is unfortunately in the latter half of the Pokedex, so I have not gotten to surfetched yet, but I the all the kind of alternative um, i think that's in shield is um a uh, ponita galarian Ponyta. yes um, yeah, Ponyta. Got got you get ponita
0: i got one from and you reb i got one from you actually was
2: on my team i think i think that unicorn is beautiful
0: um wh- so like in retrospect I think that the, oh, and by the way, um, one more thing I wanted to before we before we start wrapping up, one more thing that I did want to mention is that you know we talked about you know the national decks and how you know Finn mentioned you know some of the sting is taken away by the really cool designs of the new Pokemon that were introduced. However, when Pokemon Home becomes a thing, like a lot of that, like not all of it, but a lot of the problems with that with the national decks will kind of be remedied, right, Finn? In theory. In theory, uh, anyway, yeah. And I mean, but here. here...
1: And it's I think Reb will be happy to hear that the longer I'm removed from the the announcement and the more I play the actual game, the less I care. Um yeah. I, I've I've become less of a, a, a Dexer and more of a just fucking enjoy Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's it's a fun game. Uh the new I don't. I, I. I do not approve of the people that hate on all the new Pokemon out of principle because they feel slighted by Game Freak. I think that's a terrible attitude, and it's like Reb mentioned long ago when we were first having this conversation: is that with each iteration, I. I imagine more and more will be brought back. Uh, I, I think eventually this will just be a. A blip, uh, in the Pokemon history, but I, I. I wanted to ask John and Reb. Uh, because I know we're wrapping up, but but it's not Pokemon unless you share your team. Can you can you share your 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 final six? Oh yeah, all Red. Right.
0: Please go ahead.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I had I started with Score Bunny, so I ended up and I this is I nickname all my Pokemon, so I'm gonna have to remember what all their actual Pokemon names are. Hey. Um, so I so Cinderace, I believe, is the the final evolution of Score Bunny. Uh, Boltund, as I said before, uh, Rapidash. Appleton uh I had uh um, I love Copperaja that, that she got me through the fairy gen just bulldozed the whole thing um and then uh, Frost Moth which evolves from uh Copperaja yeah uh, evolves from okay. there's a little kind of like copper colored elephant that you can catch in the wild area sort of outside of Hammerlock and I really needed a ground type and that looked kind of like ground typey it's a steel type um but it evolves into a big blue green elephant that just is really strong and cool. Um and then uh Frost Moth was my last one. That's an ice bug type that evolves from Snom. Ice bug. You know that I caught Snom the minute I saw. It. Of course.
0: Uh so for me um for my fire type, I kind of I'm at the point where I just kind of hop back and forth between Cinderace and Charizard. Um uh uh Corvinite, uh uh who else is in there um Bo- uh, boltund obviously cuz boltund a uh, best boy um uh, giragos is where i normally go for my water type um uh Sir Fetched, obviously uh for uh for a fighter um i i god who else is in there uh, who am i missing um oh, uh uh snorlax is in there and also i am completely blanking um oh damn it um finn go ahead i'm blanking i'm blanking wow
2: man. your pokemon team your best friends I got like you to, to, uh, i'm give
0: sorry the, i'd like to give the floor to saki
1: first because she actually beat the game before me uh which is now the second time in a row she did the same on sun and moon as well uh and it, it, it's 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 it, it's a source of Shame for me, I guess. She kicks my ass so much. Uh, please, what are your, what were your final six?
2: I'm still in. She's got to lean in. I can't yeah. hear. her. Oh, we can't hear him at all. No, not again. Not no. again. Finn. <sighs> all right, we're back. Okay, there he okay. is. Okay, I Are had to here? switch
1: back again. Just go. Okay. All right, Hatterine. So
2: Hatterene, <laughs> Corviknight. Normally, I love Arcanine for fire, but this time I actually decided to stick with Colossus or whatever his actual name is. I named him Pele after the Volcano God. Um, Then I had Gigavantula as my electric type instead of Best Boy because... Oh, damn. Yeah, I, I did not have Boltund in there. Sorry. and um, a, good a good choice. Then I had the Water Starter.
0: And that was my team. Those were my babies. Nice. All uh, right. Did you remember you're missing one? Uh, so it's uh, um, Cinderace slash Charizard, Giragos, uh, Surfetched, uh, Snorlax, uh, Boltund, and I'm missing one. Um, you
2: remember oh, the typing?
0: Oh my god! Uh, um, ooh, I'm gonna. <laughs> how how am I not remembering this? What the did god? What is out? wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Uh, Finn Finn, you do yours and I'll know what mine is by the time okay. by I'm the time you're done.
1: Uh, god. It's, it's, fine. it's fine. Okay, so um mine are mine are the following. You ready? So I started with uh your your boy Grookey, Grookey Gang Rise Up, hashtag. Um and I named him a, uh oh god, what did I name him? Groll. The,
2: the Groll something. Growl-rilla.
1: Yeah, Growl-rilla. Because Groll-ra? he's a drummer after David Grohl from uh, Foo Fighters. Oh my god. So I named him Growl-rilla. Uh, I have a Sir fetch named Excalibur. Um, oh I, my fucking wow. god. Wow, of course I you do, Finn. I have a Colossal named uh, Nat King. Um, That's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good, Finn.
1: And then uh, you guys slept on the best um, uh, electric type, Toxtricity. Uh, evolving yeah. from Toctol. and I named him Staphylococcus, as in the uh, the the virus that causes toxic shock, because he's a poison electric. Um, and some work I, into this. Oh, I love naming my Pokemon. It's amazing. They're my favorite. I do too, but
2: I named all mine like like I name I, I named all mine like really bait. I did, I ended up naming mine like all really British first names for some reason. No, and so that's like no, that's so I love so like like, like my my Cinderace I named Jack like a jackrabbit. Uh, okay. I think I named her a little bit before I replaced it with Rapidash and I named her Mary like Mary Berry from Great British Baking Show
1: I love it and, and then finally I have a, a I have a Grimm stall named Stilken because uh, you couldn't fit Stilskin, and then a uh, Galarian Darmaton or whatever they call the, the ice zen mode badass and I named him Yeti I forgot
2: I had Noivern
1: and then yeah she forgot Noivern so that, that's my team. And we're waiting on John to give us the mythical uh, six Pokemon of his team.
0: It's the, uh, c- God, it's the, it's the two, it's the swords. I can't remember his name.
1: Oh, Slash. What's that? Aegislash. Yes. Gee, God. Ugh. Oh, and uh, Aegislash is by far one of my favorite all time Pokemon, but I usually like to uh, commit myself to only new Pokemon on my first run of each game. But he, Aegislash is is a great
0: choice. Yeah, I didn't
2: know. I I sort of do the same. I commit myself to no Pokemon I have ever used as a main team member before. So older Pokemon are fine if I've never used them before. But I have used Aegislash before. But I actually, I ended up, I mean, I've never had a Rapidash in my team before. But I still use the Galarian version. So I, I think that it counts as only using brand new Pokemon.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think different form versions count as new Pokemon. They are
0: so uh so look like it it, i know that there was a lot of things that we criticized uh about pokemon sword and shield all of us really enjoy it and we're going to continue playing it um there are just a lot of issues i think that i wouldn't mind seeing rectified next gen like i've i have accepted the fact that we are probably for example not going to see any of the online stuff fix this generation that's fine it was a it was a swing and a miss um, but if they attempt something like this for gen nine, I hope that they take the lessons. Uh, you know, I, I hope they, I hope they take lessons learned here and take feedback uh, and industry, you know, you know, feedback from the industry and the community and work to kind of correct those things. Because I feel like I'm with Reb, like, I feel like they were on the cusp of something really great and it's a really good Pokemon game. It's just not quite as good or polished as it could have been. Correct.
2: Yeah, and I think I think the big thing here too is that jumping to the Nintendo. I mean, yeah, we had Let's Go, but they kind of said with Let's Go that it was going to be sort of a test, like a like a game to get pe- to tra- both to transition people from Pokemon Go into the main Pokemon games, but also a sort of a test for Game Freak to get used to working with the Nintendo Switch. Right. They kind of told us, you know, keep expectations down. It's not going to be the big thing. Like, Sword and Shield was supposed to be the big Pokemon game. And I think people expected a lot from the transition to the Switch. Because when you look at games like Zelda and Mario, jumping to the Switch, they had a big a big transformation. It was a different kind of transformation in the case of both games. Like, Breath of the Wild broke out into this huge open world game. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey was much tighter, but it still just, you know, it was just stuffed full of things. Um, and so I think people were expecting a similar moment for Pokemon and it wasn't that Game Freak had said anything specific that meant we were going to get that, but I still think that's what people expected and I think people ended up being very disappointed when that's not what we got.
1: Especially because it was the first true console mainline Pokemon game. Technically it's still handheld, but you know what I mean. Like this is the first non-spinoff game on a Nintendo console that was a Pokemon mainstay. And I think that also fueled people's expectations. So one more thing in there that I think is one of my favorite new Pokemon traditions, and that is uh, new regional variations of older Pokemon. I think uh, between Alolan and now Galarian uh, t- versions, that's part of my favorite new thing of each generation.
2: Galarian Weezing is the best. <laughs> also,
1: also, yeah, I love,
2: I love getting new forms for things that exactly. are exactly. And also, that's...
1: shout out to Meowth the only Pokemon to have three regional variations.
2: Yeah! I was thinking about that the other day. I was having trouble trying to get a Persian for my Pokedex because I realized that the I didn't want to evolve the one that you get from Mystery Gift that you can Gigantamax because Persian won't Gigantamax but there's no way to catch a regular Meowth in the game. But there's an NPC who trains you. So I figured.
1: No, it's just I, I think that's hilarious that of all Pokemon it's Meowth that has regular Meowth Alolan Meowth and then Galerian nev who becomes the awesomely named Berserker.
0: Um, but we'll we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. I want to thank everybody uh who uh who took the time to listen to us. We really appreciate it. Uh we're gonna continue to play Pokemon Sword Shield and really enjoy it. Uh and uh if nobody has anything else, uh please again remember we go live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we hope you join us. Take it easy, everybody